Hi folks, welcome to the Arabian Horse Connection, the official podcast of the Arabian Horse Association. Tune in every other week as we discuss industry trends, news, and all things Arabian horses. We are here to honor the versatility, heritage, and future of the Arabian horse, connecting you to this legendary breed. I'm your host, Katie Feitner. Join me as we delve into the world of Arabian horses. Welcome back, everyone. Today we have a great guest on the podcast, recent Discovery Farm of the Year recipient, Nedra Johnson of the Arabian Horse Riding Academy is joining me to speak more about her Discovery Farm. If you're looking to find new ways to market your Discovery Farm, share more information about the Arabian Horse in your community, or you're even thinking about signing up to become a Discovery Farm, this episode is for you. Nedra shares some great tips and tricks on how to market your discovery farm and create different programs that can retain new clients. So without further ado, here's Nedra. Thank you so much for being here today, Nedra. I really appreciate it. And I'm really excited to learn more about your discovery farm program. Um, And I'm sure that our other discovery farms and our listeners will really want to know um, insight into your program and um, more about discovery farm of the year. So just to start off, can you tell me a little bit more about how you got your start with Arabian horses? Yeah, um, I first started riding Arabian horses um, when I was a child. I rode hunter jumpers and my hunter jumper was injured and I always loved Arabians. And so I found a small breeder in Burbank, California that um, let me ride one of their show horses. It was a Zarabo daughter named Star Zara, and she was trained to do everything. This was back when Arabians showed country and driving and Western and costume and everything. And I'll never forget riding her for the first time because it really changed my expectations of a horse. And I just thought this is the coolest thing ever. And I was hooked from then on out. Oh, that's so cool. And then how did you segment into, you know, creating a I know you have a lesson program within Arabian Horse Riding Academy. So how did you start with Arabians and then move into what you're currently doing now with your programs? Yeah. So, um, so for me, it was always about Arabians and, um, I had a mare and was working in, um, a neighborhood and I had created some summer camp programs around teaching beginners horseback riding and had enjoyed that. And then, you know, a friend just wanted riding lessons for their kid and that kind of exploded into a whole thing. And then I was doing it full time. So, um, it was great. And back then, you know, we were a discovery farm. And, um, so we used that as a way to, you know, reach out to newcomers, invite new people to the farm, um, give the existing program kids an opportunity to showcase their horses and their relationship with their horses. And, um, so it was, it was just a real natural fit. Right. That makes total sense. Um, and what a cool transition, you know, starting in your local community, just giving lessons, you know, to neighbors. And yeah. Like that. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, obviously you are a discovery farm of the year recipient and the discovery farm of the year was judged on a bunch of different categories, but, um, some of the categories included, you know, what your discovery farm, um, 
program entails. So if you are a farm, if you have a follow-up program or a lesson program, um, farms were judged on that as well as social media presence and um, the ability to market the Arabian horse on their website, uh, which you scored really high in all those categories. So can you give uh, me a little more insight into like what your program entails? You know, when people come and visit, um, what is your follow-up process like and, and that kind of thing? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned social media because like it or not, that's like an integral part of any business of growing, of creating a brand of, um, having people get to know you without you having to take the time to meet each individual family in person. So if you kind of can figure out what your why is and your niche is, and you put that out there, then I think you'll attract the right people. Um, and you know, I know there's a lot, some people are, you know, that didn't grow up in the generation of social media have hesitation around using it, but I just found there's so many free webinars and ways that you can learn how to promote your business. And, um, you know, I, I get, I get people every day, literally that reach out through my social media, a post just touches them or it, you know, is the program that they're looking for. So it's, it's even hard to keep up with social media correspondence. So I think like that has to be, you know, a really important part. And if you can't figure it out, hire someone. Because <laughs> um, social media in today's world is a really important part. Um, and for me, you know, I just want to attract the right people to our program. So I really just invite people out. You know, our program is super grassroots. You know, the kids do all the work, even the five-year-old tax her own horse. And that isn't for everyone. So, um, I just kind of invite people out and let them, you know, kind of hang out with the kids. And if it's a great fit, you know, that's great. I'm also, you know, really fortunate to be at a breeding farm. So we have a lot of baby horses and, um, you know, there's 150 horses there for people to see. And that's, you know, that's pretty impressive and beautiful. Um, so I think, you know, it's super important to invite people out and, um, you know, just find people that are the right fit for your program. And if they're not, you know, just send them happily, refer them to friends or something. And, um, but I do think, you know, getting them out there just to see how everything feels, it has to be a right fit for you, for them is mm -hmm. super important. Absolutely. That first touch with an Arabian horse is um, pretty integral on whether if that person will continue or, you know, kind of sparks their interest in the breed as well. Um, yeah. So I found from a lot of um, other farms I've talked to as well that that first touch part is super important. So after you kind of introduce people to your horses and um, your farm, what does your lesson program look like? Like what are some of the activities that you do with um, your lesson program students. And I know that I've seen you guys go on all these rides all over the place. Looks so fun. Yeah, um, yeah. so could you give a little more detail about that? Yeah, I think my program is really unique in that, um, you know, I'm not trying to fit a kid into a, a mold and which is why I have Arabians because they're so versatile. You know, I teach English, Western and bareback, and I have kids that have never even ever ridden in a saddle because that's not what they want to do. Um, and I think a lot of programs get too stuck on like forcing a kid 
into what they want to do. Whereas I want to come up with the best program for the child and the horse. And I'm not really attached to the results as long as they become good horsemen. So to me, (laughs) good horsemen means they do everything. They catch the horse, they feed the horse, they give it its medicine. If they need it, they do everything, you know, um, So it takes a little bit more time in the beginning. Um, But now, I mean, all the kids in my barn can load and unload their horses from the trailer. They can wrap their legs. They can tack them up. And what you do is once you have your base kids, then they'll help the other kids. Um, You know, and I think it's also good for kids to kind of struggle through things. Nowadays, parents want to prevent that struggle and just want to jump in and help. But it's really important because they get a lot of confidence when they master new skills of like putting a halter on, which, you know, seems easy for you or I, but can be really challenging for a child. And it also really teaches them to work together with the other children. Um, So I think that's one of the most um, unique things about my program. And then, you know, for me, I really want to create kind of like every experience I had as a child. So um, that's always been my thing. I want to create riders that can ride any horse in any discipline and do anything and be safe and be effective. So that means that we take them to rivers to teach them to cross waters. That means we go to parades, which I think is such a great way to promote the breed. Um, We go to day horse shows because I do think like, you know, foundational equitation is important at becoming a good rider. Um, We do trail rides. I mean, there's so many lessons out on the trails that you just can't replicate in the arena that, you know, things that come up. So for me, I just want super versatile riders. And it's so fun when you're at that point where you have a group of kids that can do anything. I can take my kids anywhere tomorrow. I can throw them in a trailer and haul them anywhere. And I know they're going to be safe and effective and have a good time and, you know, really be able to do a lot with their horses. I love that. I love the focus on having um, a a student that is well-rounded and not only you know, just having a riding skill, but just horsemanship skills as well. That's so important. Um, and then in turn, you're creating kids that will be able to, you know, go on and teach that, um, you yeah. know, when they're older, you know, to their friends. So that's really foundational. And I feel like that's so important. So I love that model. Um, would you be able to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, we have a, quite a few discovery farm programs within our umbrella. Do you have any, um, you know, tips or tricks that you could provide to, you know, current discovery farms that maybe want to create a program like yours, um, or they just want, you know, to provide some additional resources for, you know, visitors to their farm? Yeah, I do. And I, you know, after being, this is my first time. So I've been a discovery farm off and on for almost 30 years. And this is my first time of being a discovery farm at a breeding farm. And I am, I mean, I really feel like that is the secret sauce to success. I think every breeding farm in the country should have a youth lesson program um, because I really think that you're just creating a future. You know, I, I, we just ha- had our 22nd 
Arabian or half Arabian place with a family. These are families that weren't even looking to buy. You know, it just happened organically. They fell in love with a specific horse or they got interested in breeding. We have, you know, four of our families are breeding horses now. Um, so it really is, um, that's what I would say is a little bit different about my program this time around is being at a breeding farm. It's really anchoring them to a future with Arabian horses, getting them involved in breeding and seeing different aspects of it. Some of my kids have seen a stallion collected, you know, they've seen foals be born and those kind of experiences on a young mind really impact them and stay with them. Um, for a long time. If, if you're a breeding farm and you don't have a lesson program, the one thing I could say, and I just um, told my friends this, is don't underestimate the social needs of children to be in a big group lesson. Um, trainers and, um, you know, certain people want to put them in privates so they learn and get better faster. And it really, you know, the social component to it, that these are their friends, they're growing up with these people, they're building these relationships is really underestimated in its importance. It's got to be fun. There has to be a big group. Um, you know, the kids love on a camp day when we're all together because, you know, everyone rides on different days. It is, I mean, I hear from every single parent, their kids just cannot stop talking about how great it was to have, you know, 15 or 20 of their friends there um, with the horses. So I would definitely say I have friends that own a breeding farm and they have kids that ride and they say, we just can't get the kids to the barn. They love their horses, but you know, it's just not enough. And I said, you need a riding program. You need other kids there. And they made that change. And now the kids ride every day. They can't get them to go back in the house from the barn. So it really is, no matter how horse crazy your kid is, they do need, um, just at those young ages, they need the socialization of being there with their friends. So however, you need to make that work make that work so that you do have group lessons where they can bond with other kids. And, you know, horses is so individual of a sport because it's really you and the horse in the ring. So it's so great that you can create these like team building things and um, teach them sportsmanship within your barn um, because those relationships are super important. Absolutely. And and, you know, even if there are farms that uh, maybe don't have a solid writing program, I know that we have a few that have started um, doing like a lucky listener type thing or reading to the horses. Um, yeah. I feel like that would be another great way to get a group of kids together. But you're so right on the whole socialization thing. I remember like when I was a kid and I took lessons, some of the best times I had were, were the group lessons. They're so fun, you know, because you're with your friends. Yeah. Like you said, it's so important and it makes such a good impression um, when you're young too, to be with your friends around horses. And I feel like it just, the horse bug just takes off even, even more than. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's contagious for sure. <laughs> so yeah. I, Oh, sorry. Go okay. ahead. I was just going to say, and with our adults, you know, the adult lessons are more private and some of the adults don't even want to ride necessarily. They just want to spend time and learn how to groom and do all that. Um, so that's something that I feel like anyone can implement, you know, um, but, you know, if you're a discovery farm, I think it's important just to create that horse person connection because that's where Arabians really shine. And I think most people can feel that difference. So, 
Absolutely. And, you know, you've created such a strong community as well. So, you know, you have, if you're a person taking lessons from, from a discovery farm that has a program, you feel, you know, just that sense of um, camaraderie and friendship. It just makes the experience all the more better. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of want to talk more about um, Discovery Farm specifically and, you know, your take on being part of the program. Um, what's something that you think um, farms that may be thinking about becoming a Discovery Farm should know? Or why would you recommend becoming a part of the Discovery Farm program? Well, I think what farms need to know is they really need to find, um, you know, creative ways to implement the tools that are given to them. You know, for example, we received a bunch of, um, of the Arabian horse pages and coloring pages and, um, gosh, I think we gave them out in our first parade. There were so there's like 10,000 people, you know, so, but, you know, even if you don't have time to like, you know, directly connect with people, there's all kinds of ways through schools, through parades, through events where you can just, you know, plant that seed and give them something, you know, I loved, um, the way the discovery farm sent, you know, the, um, the tools quarterly was so great because it, it just reminds you when you're in the day-to-day grind of getting stuff done. Oh, I have these materials. I need to do something with them. So, um, it always inspired me. It's like, Oh, we have a bunch of pens and cups and this. So now I'm going to create a contest where kids can win these items. Whereas if I didn't have those items, it may have just gotten pushed to the back and not happened. So that's why I feel like you know, sending those boxes out when it's so exciting to get, the kids are so excited and, um, you know, the materials can go to good use that, I mean, I think I passed out, you know, a hundred of those Arabian horse pages at a parade. And so it's like, there are a hundred kids out there with a beautiful color picture of an Arabian horse somewhere in their room or their life. And it's, you know, it's just planting a seed like that. Um, so I feel like, you know, I I would recommend every farm to become a discovery farm. I can't imagine any application where you couldn't, um, you know, use it. And if it's not something that applies to you, if you maybe don't have youth and don't have coloring pages, then find a farm near you and, you know, give them those resources and maybe they've got resources for you. Um, But I think it's, it's such a great way to attract newcomers. Everyone is looking for things online nowadays and, um, for me, I just found getting the packages to be such a motivator to do something creative with them that would not have happened, you know, unless, you know, I received that little reminder <laughs> to like, oh yeah, do this. So, um, so as far as, um, like some final thoughts that you have about the discovery farm program, um, what, what's just one thing that you, if someone doesn't know anything about discovery farms, what's one thing that you would say to someone that, you know, has no idea about the program? Um, The first thing I would say is figure out what your why is. Like, you know, really define the kind of um, people or clients that you want to attract and then, um, you know, go from there. And I do think, so that would be, you know, creating your discovery farm profile that reflects your why and your reason and, you know, what you're looking for. Um, 
And then, you know, using all the resources available to you. Some of the stuff I even, you know, went online and found stuff that you guys offer for free um, that you ship out. And I just think, you know, that's so important. Just use everything. Um, and you can always reach out to another discovery farm. Like I, you know, always love sharing with my friends that are discovery farms. I feel like networking is super, you know, important if you can't, if you're not sure of what to do with the materials or what ideas, but I think finding your why, I, I definitely think every farm should be a discovery farm. I mean, I just, there's nothing to lose. There's so many benefits. Um, other farms can find you. I know if I wasn't the right fit, I've recommended people to other discovery farms in my area, or if I'm not in the right location, I can send people there. So I just think it, it just becomes this huge network of people kind of working together across the country to um, really build a future for the Arabian breed and the industry, which helps all of us. You know, if, if I get kids on horses, that helps someone, you know, down the road. And so I just think I would encourage every farm to be a discovery farm. There's nothing to lose. I don't even, it doesn't cost anything, does it? I don't think. No. And we love, I have our discovery farm sign. We love it. The kids are so proud of it. Um, you know, I'm proud of it. Um, it's my second one. So it's, it's, it's really an exciting program to be a part of, you know, and just, I would tell people to figure out their why and, um, realize that we're all in this together. And so growing your program helps my program, me growing my program helps your program. I love that. Um, just, it's so true. The discovery farms are just, like you said, a network of people that are, um, you know, helping to promote the Arabian read, Arabian breed at the local level. And that is so invaluable and so special. And I'm, I'm so proud of all of our farms. I just have to touch on one thing though, because I think it's really important. Um, and this was one of the reasons why, um, you know, your, your application rose to the top of our applicant pool. When you go to your website, Arabian horse riding academy.com, your, um, your website is very clear. You don't really have to search around for how to get involved or how to contact you. It's all right there and so easy to find. And I think that is so important for people and discovery farms um, to know as they want to attract new clientele or new people to their program is having a really accessible website um, is super important for people to just have the ease of finding what they need right away. It's just one click away. Um, so I just had to mention that because I think that is so important. Yeah. And, you know, the website was not that expensive. It was really, you know, it was really great, but I, I get inquiries almost every day from it. So I do think it, you know, in today's day, you need social media and you need a website. Like it's just a fact. <laughs> so, um, and it's, it's not that expensive. And like you said, I love it, you know, having like a central place where, um, and it'll actually save farms time and money because, People can get their questions answered there without having, you know, staff having to return calls and stuff all the time. So exactly. And I'm so glad you talked, you touched on the social media presence too, because um, that's something that's super important and not even just for, you know, converting um, a viewer of your social media into a potential client, but just planting the seed of people seeing Arabian horses um, and them knowing about the Arabian horse is just 
important to the overall, um, breed knowledge, you know, and yeah. longevity. Yeah. So I'm so glad you mentioned that as well. Cause I completely agree. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I did just want to say, you know, I'm super, super honored to receive this award. Um, we do work really hard, but there are so many, um, discovery farms that I really admire and I get inspiration from every day from following their social media and seeing them do things. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's not an honor that I take lightly. I'm, I'm really touched by it because I do think there's a lot of, uh, strong programs out there. Absolutely. And very well-deserved Andra discovery farmer of the year, 2021. I couldn't be happier for you guys. You definitely deserve it. So we're, we're super excited for you. Um, and just before we conclude, do you have any, um, final thoughts, final, um, points that you wanted to touch on that we didn't get to talk about during the podcast? No, I mean, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like, um, we touched on everything, but I do want to say, you know, it's, it's super interesting. I came back to teaching at a pretty late time in my life. I had a career, I had a job, um, where I was making great money and it wasn't really any kind of legacy. So I just think, you know, if you're passionate about the Arabian horse and you want to have a piece in the future, figure out what your gifts are for that. And, um, go for it, <laughs> just go for it. And really, cause it's, it's just been so fun this time around. Um, I'm probably a little less strict, <laughs> so these kids have it easy, but, um, no, it's really important just to figure out your why in life in general, and then really just pursue it because you'll be amazed at how many things just fall into place to help that happen, you know, and, um, you know, winning this award is even a part of that. So it's, it's wonderful validation. So, um, that's what I would recommend to people. If you love this breed and love this horse, be a part of the future because it is, it is bright and, you know, it is beautiful. So that's what I would recommend. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for um, coming on today and talking about your farm and your program. It sounds uh, like a lot of fun. I wish I was a kid. <laughs> so I could enroll in it again. <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, or in your area as an adult, because you have stuff for adults as well. But yeah. um, thank you so much, Nedra. I really appreciate it. And um, I will be in touch. Thank you, Katie, so much. It's been great working with you. Yeah, you're awesome. so welcome. Yeah. Okay. Have a great rest of your day, Nedra. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arabian Horse Connection, the official podcast of the Arabian Horse Association, where we showcase the diversity of the Arabian horse community from industry titans, backyard heroes, and amateur contenders. Do you think you might have content for the Arabian Horse Connection podcast? We would love to hear from you. Please send your suggestions to marketing at arabianhorses.org. We'll see you next time, folks.